In a world where production numbers reign supreme, one man on a mission. Verbal garbage. What up, everybody? Another episode of Verbal Garbage coming at you hot and live. Another Sunday edition. Good morning. Good morning. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Um, had another, you know, like I keep saying, happy to be alive. Another good week. Living my my dreams out in Southwest Florida. You know, got me to thinking this week. A lot of uh, drive on the same road home pretty much every single day. And the construction from 41 has been moving at a snail's pace for about four to five years now since I've moved here. And um, as you can see, sometimes you, you'll see the, the caution light up ahead signaling, you know, if there's th three lanes going on, the third lane's closing, the second lane and the first lane, whatever the case may be, the three lanes is going down to two. You're going to get all types of people out driving, you know, everybody, all walks of life. And there's really that special breed of people that they see the sign, they completely disregard the sign, and they just stay in their lane and keep going up to the last minute. It fucking drives me crazy, right? So one night I'm driving home in my little fucking Korean import piece of shit Kia, which, yeah, I have Kia shame. Got it when it was, like, you know, good deal. Wanted to go out and make a little purchase on my own not have to ask my dad or anything for help so just went out and i was looking at it the mileage everything the years and keep in mind i was driving some piece of shit buick so anything was going to be an upgrade uh, the, the passenger door was a piece of shit the driver's door wouldn't open air conditioning didn't work um like no bluetooth radio just all these little things so once i saw this kia had you know a backup camera air conditioning bluetooth I was like, all right, cool. Had 7,000 miles on it. Got it for like 15, 16 grand. It was used, obviously, only at 7,000 miles. So 2017. And growing up, it's so funny because Kia had like the worst reputation and still probably to you, to some of you out there, it still does. And I, I kind of agree. I will let you know I'm not the typical Kia driver, but that's besides the point. There were these infomercials growing up and, you know, now that we got the share screen capability, I hope I don't get pulled down on YouTube, but we're going to share the screen just the real quick, see if I can, I should have done this before, but this kind of goes hand in hand with me, never know what I'm going to talk about, but it, there would be this little infomercial with the South Jersey family and they were just sloppy, messy, dirty, and they would always like their tagline would be, think value, think value Kia. And they would just do these hilarious infomercials. And that's why I always thought, and you see right away, I type in Think Value. It says Think Value Kia Philadelphia comes up right away. And what's up, guys? You've heard me talk about out-of-body experiences, a little mushroom trip, a little bong pack here and there. Well, luckily for you, you can now experience these legally. Astral Projection and Lucid Dreaming by Vince Field is a book out where you can read and delve more into the world of out-of-body experiences and lucid dreaming. Vince has got 20 years experience of doing these crazy wild things that I have to take mushrooms or smoke 4,000 bong packs of to experience. Meanwhile, my boy uses his mind and his thoughts to take him to dimensions and planets never seen before in person by humans. Check it out on Amazon if you're interested. It's definitely something I'd enjoyed. Astral Projection and Lucid Dreaming by Vince Field. Check it out now. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we got some hits, guys. Now, I'm hopefully I don't get taken down for this. But uh wait, wait. let's just uh let's <laughs> so these this is the family right here for those of you who are listening. 
Uh, don't worry, I'll pipe in some audio, but for the viewers out there, you can definitely. Uh, so right now they're the dad is in the bat or the. Yep. Towards any purchase, anything. So this is like when I was younger. This <laughs> there's my boy drinking the instant relief out of a laundry detergent bottle. Yeah. So let's pause this real quick. Let's do a little breakdown. So growing up, like these would come on really late at night, like literally 11, 12, 1 a.m. And it would just be like my sister Jill, my brother, my mom, me, and my like my best friend growing up, Maddie. Shout out Maddie D. Hope you're listening. Uh, but we would just sit in my my living room, sober as can be, no substances involved, and we would just sit on the couch and watch these infomercials for like I'm not exaggerating, one to two hours, and just they would have different skits. Like right now, there's a guy I think who's trying to trade his car in a little bit on the obese side, if you will, and uh. <laughs> He keeps having these tummy tummy attacks, like your boy. I'm like your boy. I'm. I, I feel for the guy because I know he doesn't have a bidet on site. I know he's in there struggling. He's trying to get his trade value for his Kia, and he's trying to get a, his cash for clunker. So, let's go back. This is 28 minutes. I'm not gonna do the whole thing, but let's just go back and play a little bit more. He's got the toilet paper. Here's the girl. So real quick, shout out to the girl. I hope you're listening. She uh she went to like Cherry Hill East, which is the opposite high school. I went to Cherry Hill West, but she was known around the town as Kia Girl, right? And I remember one time Kurt and I and my dad were out TGI Fridays hitting up those endless apps. Back in the day, I would get fucking four to five trays of the uh the boneless buffalo wings, whether it be like the Jack Daniels barbecue, the honey garlic, or the the garlic parmesan, the buffalo, or the mild. I would just Get a variety in. It's just so funny because the waiter would come up to us, you know, as a greeting and be like, you know, hopefully you guys are on one of those tables that just gets ice water and endless apps. But uh, what can I get for you? I was like, can I get a ice water and an endless app? You fucking piece of shit. Shut your fucking mouth. So, yeah, she ended up working at uh, TGI Fridays several years later. I remember we were there and we just yelled, think value, think value, Kia. And she turned right away. So positive identification acquired. Sure, how to get here? Just call the number you see on the screen. We'll get you here quick. You need more information? Just go online to Cash for Clunkers is hey, back. Brownie, huh? Oh, we're gonna make brownies. You want to make brownies? You want to make brownies, right? Uh, <laughs> just go online for more information. Okay, so uh, you know, I just had a really awful thought of me getting banned or flagged on YouTube. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this. Stop the segment now, but uh, thank you so much, Value Kia, for participating in the show. And um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. So, like I said, I drive the Kia. I have the Kia stigma, right? But the other night I was driving home in said Kia, and the three lanes were closed and into two. And I'm in the right hand side. The fur the furthest lane to the left is the one closing, so it's the left is turning into the middle lane, 
and the right lane stays the same. So I'm in the right lane. Guy next to me is in the middle lane. And a, another car is just riding until the bitter end is coming up. And my my fellow Kia comrade, he kind of pulls over out and blocks the man in and creates a huge kerfluffle. And it, it was it honestly, it brought a huge smile to my face and almost brought a tear to my eye. And I had to roll my window down and kind of do this little, you know, roll your window down to the guy next to me and just kind of give him a little salute. And I said, I saw what you did there and I fucking loved it, dude. And kind of just laughed and smiled and. Don't be one of those guys. You know, you see the street signs ahead. You see the roads closing or the lanes closing. Just just be mindful of the air drivers and just get in. Seize the gap and quit making this into a whole ordeal. You know, I feel like I might have been talking about how my right eye is like really starting to get compromised. I feel like I can't see. Now I feel like it's like a lazy eye. I'm sitting there staring into the camera and it's always looks like it's a little more closed in the left eye, but. Uh, whatever i remember earlier in the week i was on the peloton on like a monday and was doing one of cody's little pop rides and you know whenever it just says like pop ride i just assume it's going to be the music from these days and not because he'll specify like 90s pop ride 90s r&b always hits the 90s music i don't care what genre genre it was it's it was all flame now you got like that Megan the Stallion girl, he played one of her songs and it was called like Body. And I never heard the song before. And the literally the song just goes body yaddy 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 yaddy. And then she says something like small all right, let's pull up the lyrics. We're gonna do a little uh Megan the Stallion read along, if you will. Cause is the song just called Body by Megan the Stallion lyrics. Megan the T H E E for those of you who don't know. All right. So yeah, the intro, real hot girl shit. Ah, uh, and at the beat live, you know Lil Ju made it. So her beat producer making her beats, good shit. Body adi 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 moi. Body adi 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 body crazy curvy wavy big titties little waist yeah 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 body crazy curvy wavy big titties little waist moi body adi 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 and that's essentially the song I mean now she says look at how I bodied that ate it up and gave it back uh. Yeah, you look good, but they still want to know where Megan at. Where Megan at? Saucy like a barbecue, but you won't get your baby back. <laughs> See me in that dress, and he feel like he almost tasted that. Ah, ah, ah. All right, so I could read the whole song. I'm kind of having fun, to be honest, but I'll stop there. And just, just to give you an idea, I mean, this, this is the music that your daughters are listening to, your sons. Adi, 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 adi. <laughs> just, just incredible. But got me through my ride, you know, just one song I had to listen to. But I, I remember I right away I was on the Peloton. I was like, I have to make note of this because this is, I, I was just amazed at the, just the lyrics. Body, adi, adi, adi. Last week, I regret to inform that I forgot to cover a, a big current event. The Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson breakup. A great run indeed. You know, it brings me 
brings up to the forefront of my brain is Kanye West, obviously. Our boy who was, you know, really, really the patriarch, really taking care of the family. Kind of joking, I don't really know, but I always love old Kanye West, his old music, and, you know, what he kind of devolved into nowadays is a little bit crazy. I don't fully support it, but the Kim and Pete relationship was certainly one for the books. I know uh, Kim at one point was going to law school and trying to become a lawyer for for Instagram, I guess. I don't know what it was for. She's going to be like, rep- I don't, you know, I shouldn't be so rude. She actually has gotten involved with some people who are locked up in jail for whatever the case may be. And she's helped a couple people get out. So maybe she's just sharpening up on that. But like Pete got a tattoo that said, my girl is a lawyer. And now he doesn't have a girl and she's not a lawyer. And the next girl he dates probably won't be a lawyer. So yeah, I don't know what, what the end goal with that was. There's been a lot of hilarious memes I've seen online so far of like someone with someone else's just random kid. And it's like Pete trying to win. Cause I think he might've even gotten the kid's name tattooed on. I don't, it's a fucking, it's a mess. He's in like counseling now or something. Cause he feels abuse from Kanye. And you know, I feel bad. I'm not making light of that, but he was also coming to Kanye and doing some stuff too, sending him messages that he was laying in bed with this girl. So just like, Hope everyone can go on their own ways. I'm just kind of upset that I didn't get to cover that last week because I thought that was a pretty big, pretty big moment in time. I'll try to cover the UFC later in the episode and a little bit of the Eagles game preseason, albeit, but still a couple little things I like to talk about. Um, you know, I don't really mind the likes and the dislikes. I know it's kind of a goofy thing, but it just kind of brings topics to the forefront for me and I, I guess we'll start with the dislikes right um let's let's go i'm not a yelper you know i'm not going to go on a website but this is kind of now my form of yelp right if i have a problem or something i can come on here and kind of bark bark up a tree and make my displeasures known so uh, the air conditioning in my work truck my boss's work truck that i drive have not been functioning properly for about the last week We've had a couple times where we want to bring it in, but they've been busy or we couldn't get to it or we forgot or whatever the case may be. So Friday mornings, like I always say, my Fridays at work or we pretty much just go down to Fort Myers Beach because we get the rest of the full route done Monday through Thursday. So he he my boss took on an opportunity to take on Fort Myers Beach, which is a little bit away from us outside of our route, technically. But he was willing to go service them. So our Fridays pretty much consist of a 40 minute drive down the beach a 40 minute drive back and then between three and five marinas in some weeks we hit one or two some weeks we hit all five and maybe there for two hours i mean it's very light so this friday he was flying out to dallas in the afternoon so he needed to be back early so he um he went down to the beach alone he was gonna have me and his wife meet him at the ac shop he was going to take the truck there. We were going to meet him there. She was going to take him to the airport. I was going to stay and wait for the truck to be done. Okay, so I'm getting there. Right when I'm getting there, my boss and the the late lead technician or the owner of the shop, whatever, was they're talking about, you know, what kind of part they're going to need, what the issue is. And there's a compressor, AC compressor. So literally at the inception of the conversation, they're talking about what the part's going to be. Okay, I go sit down in the waiting room. 
Got my AirPods. Thank fucking God I brought them. Um, listen to a, a podcast, and I listened to my episode with Motorman Matt. Shout out Matt from Sarmi at the Motorsports. Thanks for coming on, dude. I enjoyed listening to the conversation. Enjoyed having you on. Uh, learned from you, listened to you. It was pretty dope. So I listened to a few things. I listened to um, something I just recently got into. I'm a huge fan of John Berenthal or Berenthal. He was in that show I've talked about, We Own the City. He was in Walking Dead as Shane. He was in Wolf of Wall Street. He was the lead character of The Punisher. He's been in all a bunch of shit, but uh, he's doing a podcast now. Or it's, yeah, like a podcast on YouTube where he does videos and he pretty much sits down with like former cops or just all like he sat down with Jay Dobbins, who was an undercover cop who infiltrated a motorcycle gang, which I read his book and got to see the interview years later, which was awesome. So anyways, I'm sitting in this waiting room. An hour passes, two hour passes, and I'm like, all right, oh, excuse me. They already know what the, the part is, so I imagine there's going to be recharging the AC, swapping the parts out, and I'll be on my way. Two, two hours goes by, and it's still, you know, I can the truck's out front, so I can kind of see when they're working on it, when they're not. I'm not seeing too much activity, so I'm starting to get a little alarmed, but I don't know. It's just frustrating. Um, five hours goes by. I'm not a kid. Like 9 a.m. I got there. 2 p.m. They come up to me and say, hey, uh, the guy with Snap-on. So I'm like, oh, okay, the truck's ready. I'll get to at least go home now. Hey, so um, there, there's a part that you guys needed, right? But we don't have the part in stock. So we're going to need you to come back tomorrow morning. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, how did it take them five hours to realize that they didn't have the part when they knew in the beginning what the part was? So. I don't want to go too crazy down this rabbit hole of being turned into a Karen like my mom because we had this discussion last night where, okay, let's just paint a scenario real quick and let's see whose side everybody's on. Like, I guess in real estate, you, you can't put a listing up online until it's like physically listed. But someone had done that and my mom caught wind of it. So she was like, I'm going to report it right away. And I'm like, why the fuck are you? You know, so I'm like, you're literally a Karen. She, I'm not a Karen. Like, you are a Karen. So to me, like a Karen is someone who's just like my mom's a great person. She has good intentions. But right there, like she sees something wrong and she feels it's her her civic duty to report it. And I'm just like, don't. Why do you have to be the person that takes your time to go and get somebody else into some shit? You know, like. I remember back growing up. Our next door neighbors were uh the younger, the younger boy was growing up, getting to that drinking age, getting to the rebellious age. Let's switch up the lights real quick. Let's uh, let's get a different color going. Yeah, let's go blue. I just hate that one glare on the side of my glasses. But um, so he was getting to that age where he could start drinking, having some friends over, you know, eighteen, nineteen, and he decides to do it while his parents are away. And he's my parent, my mom notices people coming up to the house, and she's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna call." I'm like, "No, you're fucking not." And this was probably in like 2010 or 11, maybe a little bit earlier. And I'm just trying to like, you know, prevent her from being a Karen. But that was before Karen was even truly originated. The term hadn't been coined yet. Now, years later, she was definitely on the frontier of the early Karen convoy. And mother, I know you're listening. Resist the urge, please. Like. Just just relax. Just relax. Roll up a little doobie. Go smoke it and just chill. Okay? 
totally lost the train of thought. We talked about the Kia. Kia, Kia. You know, and I, I really thought long and hard about trading in the Kia for something else, but the way the cars are priced right now and the fact that I don't really have to drive it all for work, I'm just like, I pretty much drive it to go grocery shopping, go to jiu-jitsu and a few other things. It's just, there's no need, right? For now, I'm chilling. I'll deal with the stigmas and maybe I'll have some good more more good Kia stories. But, you know, when I was talking earlier about my Kia brother cutting off the guy and saving saving that third lane from coming in the second lane prematurely, Later in the week, because I said I drive on that every day, I started noticing all these people flying up past me because I'm in the big work truck. So I stick the booty of the truck out wide and start blocking people. I get people honking at me, but I'm doing the Lord's work. You know, that's something that drives a lot of people nuts, especially me. It's definitely a huge trigger of mine. So I thought I would step in and kind of get it right. Um, We were talking about likes, right? No, we were, I did a dislike first. Oh, yeah, so the five, the part, whatever. I'm going to drop it off Tuesday. Not a big deal. I was really pissed off, bitching and crying. I came home, went on the Peloton. I was all good. It's amazing what any form of exercise, I'm not just trying to like get on a high horse, but when you're having a bad day or a bad moment or you're in a bad mood and you go to, like, I don't really lift weights, but you go lift weights, you go do some cardio, you go to jiu-jitsu, like, you just do something, and it's amazing the mental reset you can instantly have and, feel refreshed, feel so nice. And I just think it's so important for everybody. Take, take 30 minutes, take an hour out of your day, do something. I just started doing yoga. Like that's so insanely hard. Just do take a walk, you know, clear your head. It, it really does the, I'm trying to get my dad more into like switching up the exercises as opposed to just walking, you know, taking a Peloton ride or trying shadow boxing just to get different muscles moving and doing something different. Right. Um, the next dislike, we'll just go more into like customer service and whatnot, because big passion of mine. Uh, it's just kind of there was a couple topics that came up throughout the week for me, and it was just a topic that I thought I'd want to talk about on here because it's pretty important to me. And I just have this major dislike for certain people these days that have the this this burning desire within themselves to to pinpoint others for their wrongdoings or try to put the blame on other people, you know, in, in my line of work, you're constantly talking to people about tools. I'm like, well, I have that already. Well, I understand that. But as my boss taught me, every good technician has one tool. Every great technician has two tools, meaning two of the same. So we'll have guys, you know, that have scanners, which I don't expect people to buy a second scanner necessarily, but there are certain things. And this applies to everyday life where you could break something or you know something's getting ready to break, right? Let's just let's just make up a scenario right now. Let's say I have a uh, a dishwasher, and the dishwasher's acting up for months and months at a time. It's still functional, but it's it's having a little here and there, a little lag, a little glitch, a little hiccup. Now, the smart thing would be to contact either the service department that would service the dishwasher or start looking to get another one but instead there are people out there that'll just keep using it you know and the dishwasher when i started this is kind of a bad bad example and this, yeah this fucking story this this example sucks how, how do i relate this like i'm trying not to specify a situation without singling someone out or situation out but 
pretty much like you you wait for something to go wrong so then you you already have ammunition against people and you're just you're trying to pinpoint your problems on other people okay this the more i'm talking this out i'm like this is not working as well as i thought um one more try i guess okay let's scrap that one all right maybe the likes and dislikes won't be so good this week whatever so i've been talking about that show alone i've been watching where you're truly alone one person one person one person one person just all 10 individuals usually against each other season four of the show it's a new concept where it's duos right but you don't start together you still start alone where you'll have two different guys or a guy and a girl or two whatever the case may be one will be in charge of hiking and the other one will be in charge of shelter so how that works is they'll be dropped between like seven to 14 miles apart let's say and let's use Kurt and I for example because growing up it'd be so funny if I was always that guy who like you know, if my food dropped on the ground or anything happened, I would freak out and I wouldn't want to eat it. Like if my parent mom growing up, like if she wanted to try a bite of my food, like I would make her get a different fork. I'm just a fucking maybe I was way scared of COVID. I knew back then I was foreshadowing to the the great pandemic of 2020. But anyways, I would always be weird about that kind of stuff. And my brother would always say you would never survive a day in the wild, which probably true but watching this season of alone really made me think of him and i and our dynamic in the wild together because the way this is you have two a team will be spread out 10 to 14 miles or whatever the one teammate is in charge of starting to build the shelter you know stays kind of in one spot builds a home starts getting that ready maybe we'll do some hunting some gathering some foraging shout out to my boy mamet i know foragers count too dog i was just using the hunter gatherer thing as an example homie you know the foraging could be could be huge. Maybe I'm not as holistic and plant savvy as I should be, but yeah, sometimes we disregard the foraging and then we realize, damn, that, that could be the make or break. So I'm trying to think like I'm shitty at building, but I have better cardio than Kurt. So I guess I would be the one that would be the hiker because like I said, there's the shelter builder and the hiker. The hiker is going to be the one that starts – the distance away, but then he's going to end up, um, <sighs> shit, got a phone call. And I got distracted. Um, he's going to be the distance away. So the shelter guy's just building the home, getting it ready. And the hiker's got to be the one going through the, the bush, going through the, the rub, whatever, trying to get to his teammates. So I guess naturally, if we had to do it, I would probably be the one that's hiking because I'm, I got better, Better endurance, let's say. Ready for a nice shave on the bald head. That would be my biggest challenge, just having to grow my receding hairline out in the wild and just looking into the camera and seeing my fucking bald spots and just freaking the fuck out, begging for a razor. I'd probably just have Kurt scout me like in Game of or uh, Westworld where you see the maze. Just fucking scout me, dog. I can't look at my bald spots anymore. But yeah, I don't know how long we would really last. I mean, I don't know. My boys always talked about he would survive in the wild, this and that, but like, what items are you going to bring, bro? Like, how are you, what kind of shelter? How are you going to, 
I'm going to get to you. Let's be honest. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 miles. I'm, I'm going to find a way to get there. Now, once I get there, if you don't have any fucking kibble waiting for me, you're going to be in. We're just going to start arguing. And, you know, I wish there was a way that we could make this happen for like two or three days just so you guys could see the dynamic of us arguing over the stupidest little things. I just hope my fucking ass to get all the way over here and you don't even got any cable for me ready, dude. Well, I'm fucking sitting here building a shelter and I'm trying to go on Yeah, I mean, it would just be... I, I would try to be smuggling some kind of like... some type of kibble, some dry kibble, so I could cheat the system and eat a little bit, a little club cracker or something, but... Yeah, that new season's really cool. Like I said, you meet up after you can get to each other. Then you're there with each other, and then you got to survive from there. And it's it's been awesome. I'm really enjoying that season so far, and definitely pretty dope. Uh, another thing I'd love to get to Saturday. I was uh, I'm dealing with a really bad fucking bunion on my right big toe, big foot. You know, it's just killing me everywhere I walk, standing, all that shit's killing me. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go out and treat myself, get a nice little pedicure. This is not really a good salon I've ever found here that I like, so. Switch them up, try them out. My mom goes to this one, and I just do not like the people. They just don't stop talking. They're, they're just annoying. But, you know, they're close. So this Saturday, I'm like, I'm going to go check them out. Bleepy's on bleep, bleep, bleep. I'm not going to say their name, but their salon's name is Bleep by Bleep. And it was not great. I walk in right away. And they're like, how can I help you? I was like, you know, not friendly at all. Not a hello. How? And I'm, I, I admit I feel like I have the right to be this way because I did work in customer service, retail sales, all that kind of stuff, hospitality for so long that to me, like the opening greeting or intro, whatever you want to say to someone is really important. Just the way they kind of greeted me, I was already a little turned off. And then they're like, how can we help you? I was like, well, I'm kind of looking to get a pedicure. Oh, oh you're going to have to come back. I'm like, mm, No, I'm not. Don't worry. I'm not coming back. But, you know, there's three employees. And there's two customers. Even if the third employee can't work, whatever, just, hey, if you if you want to sit down 10, 15 minutes, like, we'll be right to you. We'll get right to you. That would have been like, okay, I'll sit there and I'll I'll give you guys some, a little bit of time. But just to kind of dismiss it right away and say that, I was like, all right, fuck off. So I'm looking at my phone for other ones. You know, I was like, should I just drive around and find one? Because I already have my mind made up at this point. Like, I'm, I'm done. Like, you're going to do that. I already went there two times before. I wasn't I wasn't huge on it. So anyway, I find one across the street. I walk in. They got way more of a crowd there. Ask what I need. Said, hey, I'm just looking for a pedicure, you know. Oh, no problem. Sit down. We'll be right with you. Two minutes later, I get called over. Got my fucking AirPods in. Listen to a podcast. I'm, I'm nice and cheap. And uh, for those of you who don't know, get a little insight to my, my little parcel tongue language that I've I've curated over the years, just try to speak in code words uh, to hide from the narcos or whoever the case, whoever's listening. I never had TikTok, but the Chinese could be listening right now. And sheep is another word for being high or for weed or you can, it's a very versatile word. So I was sheep off some sheep sitting there with my AirPod in, got the fucking feet in the hot bath dog, just getting rinsing. Man, they're fucking jamming hot stones against my shins and toes and the bunions are getting worked out. It's getting, it's getting its tender love and care that it really need. And it was, it was great. So definitely trying to make that a, a bi-weekly thing. Maybe the pedicures have 
I've neglected the pups for a little bit of time there and kind of regret that. Good to give them some shine, you know. Uh, right after that, I went to Walmart. Uh, the witching hour at Walmart was an absolute instant regret. I usually, when I go there, I usually go between like 7 a.m. and 9 a.m. on a Saturday or Sunday morning. Uh, Saturday this week, I went at like 12 in the afternoon, 12.30, and boy, were the freaks out. I mean, this, I truly wanted to get my camera out and just document just the walks of life that you see. And I'm sure some of you go to Walmart. I, I hate it, I'll be honest, but to me, if you go there and you're grabbing a few things, never meat like I talked about. I will never, ever, ever, ever buy any kind of meat, any lunch meat, any of that from Walmart. But the toiletries, the scrub daddies, you know, the the toilet bowl cleaners, the sprays, the can, like anything you're going to get there, the body wash, the soaps, the shaving cream, the toothbrush, the tooth, not toothbrush, the toothpaste, um, rubbing alcohol, salts, spices, rubs. All that stuff is just cheaper there. Paper towels, toilet paper, any of that double ply. If you do single ply, I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to be rude, but you need to fuck off and you need to get single double ply. Like, just try it. I know most of you aren't going to buy a bidet. And yes, I'm still trying to get sponsored by Hello Toshi. <sighs> but if you're not going to get the bidet, just, just go one week and just buy the Scott double ply and you're welcome. You'll benefit. Yeah, but won't be bleeding and you'll be fine. Um, See, I hate going to Walmart, but it's worth it if you're grabbing some things. And I don't know. To me, I live so close to Publix, but Publix is literally multiple dollars cheaper on certain items. So laundry detergent, like two or three dollars more expensive, just to give you an idea. So, yeah, I'll I'll venture out to Walmart and I'll I'll sacrifice. Look at this fucking right eye, dude. Some whatever. All right, let's just relax. Um So yeah, we got the pedicure. We went to Walmart. Absolute disaster. Came home and watched UFC and let's just talk about the contender series first on Tuesday night. I don't know if a lot of you guys watch that, but Dana White's Tuesday night contender series is kind of like a a feeder program for the UFC almost where they'll bring on, I think five fights. So 10 fighters each night on a Tuesday night that are from the regional circuit or from other pro leagues or whatever the case may be. They get their chance to come on the show. If they impress Dana, he signs to do a UFC contract and gives them a chance to make it to the big leagues and test out the skills on the highest stage in combat sports. Uh, this week, the biggest prospect and the most hype prospect in a while was on Bo nickel. He attended Penn State. I believe he was a three-time national champion. Um, he won the, I don't know the award, I'm sorry, for the best wrestler or the best athlete in the Big Ten, I think. And Big Ten, if you guys know, is kind of a football conference for Penn State, Ohio State, Nebraska. I'm going to not – Iowa. I'm not, not going to name a couple, but uh, Wisconsin – so to get that in wrestling as the athlete of the year is pretty fucking impressive. And um, Bo's 2-0 now in MMA. He's obviously the one of the best wrestlers on the planet. And if you guys follow MMA at all, wrestling transitions very well to MMA. Most of the champions have a wrestling background. When all else fails, they're able to take somebody down, control them, and then start using the ground and pound, some jiu-jitsu, start blending the arts together. But it can be extremely beneficial to have that as a background. And I think Bo is going to be a force to be reckoned with for years to come. 
after his performance, which was just ridiculous, the guy came in, tried to do like a jumping little crane kick. Bo just changed levels, took him down, got around to the back, choked him out, like just not a scratch, didn't take a strike, nothing. After the show, Dana, you know, where he gives out his contracts, he, he offered Bo another fight in the contender series, which to be honest, I'm kind of in favor of because he's only got two fights, two pro MMA fights, or maybe two MMA, I think just two professional MMA fights. And you hate to see these young guys come up into the UFC and have to learn on the job in the UFC where, like I said, it's the highest form of competition in martial arts in the world. And they're going to be there like trying to perfect and learn their skills while they're going against these non-ranked guys in the UFC, which are absolute animal savages, killers. So he's going to have another fight. I think it was September 27th or something on a Tuesday night. So definitely check that out. I'm super excited. He's going against a guy who's seven and one. So he's definitely got a, a big test, the biggest test of his career coming up. But if he's anything like I think and anything like a lot of these people think he'll run through that gentleman and he'll be competing with the upper echelon UFC fighters in no time. Very excited for that. Uh, UFC San Diego, Fight Night San Diego was on over the weekend. Marlon Cruz and Cheeto Vera. Or, <laughs> Marlon Cruz. Marlon Vera and Dominic Cruz were the main event taking place in San Diego, Dominic's stomping grounds. Overall, amazing card. I think three of the first four fights of the night were first-round finishes, and I'm always telling my dad when we're watching, I'm like, I get so amazed and so annoyed at how many people pay for these at UFC tickets and then don't show up to like the main card when so many nights you watch these fights and some of the best fights happen very early on in the card. So you're paying for these tickets and you're not seeing some of the, the best finishes, which is just crazy to me, but uh, not a ton to go over on the card. Like I said, a lot of finishes back to back weeks now with not a lot of judges decisions, which is always nice when you're watching the fights. Love, love to see the finishes. Um, the main event, Dominic Cruz for being 37, having some time off, being a, a UFC commentator nowadays, not fighting nearly as much. He still fucking really showed up, really performed well. He went four rounds, ended up getting head kick knockout in the fourth round. He ended up getting KO'd with a knockout head kick. Um, landed flush on his nose. It was right when he was kind of bobbing his head down to the side. Marlon came up perfectly with a head or a roundhouse kick right to the nose. Shatter and crush his nose. Amazing. Yeah, just Cheeto, if you guys follow, he's already number five contender. You got, what is it coming up? You got Sean O'Malley and Peter Yan fighting, and you got Aljamain and Dillashaw. I, I don't know if that's been announced. I don't think it has. You got Marab and Jose Aldo. So you got Jose Aldo, Marab, and for sure you got O'Malley and Yan. So out of those four guys, then you got Cheeto, number five. Then you got O'Malley. I just said him. He's kind of outside the top five, but he's fighting the number one contender, Jan. Dillashaw, who I don't think should be getting a title shot right now. He just came off a steroid suspension, but he's he's an amazing fighter. A lot of rumors about him fighting the champion. So just curious to see how this all unfolds. Bantamweight is on fire right now. Featherweight's great lightweight and welterweight are always incredible so a lot of fun times coming up with the ufc this weekend got probably the most dominant ufc fighter right now going kamara usman welterweight champion he's fighting leon edwards gentleman that he fought i think five or six years ago 
Leon's been on a crazy tear. Usman's been on a great tear, so it's going to be a fun fight. I'm really looking forward to that. You got Jose and Marab fighting that same night, and then you got Luke Cockhold, who I fucking can't stand, Luke Rockhold. He's going to be fighting Paulo Costa, who's just this Brazilian fucking gorilla. Pretty excited. UFC, I think, 278 or 279, Saturday, August 20th, so check it out. I'll be making sure to do a little bit of recap next week. And You know, I say I'm not going to cover too much sports, but as football is getting right around the corner now, it's going to be very hard for me not to start covering some of this MMA and football. You know, maybe basketball comes around. I'll just kind of keep that to myself, have a guest on once in a while who's into some hoops. But those three sports I'm, I'm really into. And, you know, I'm the Phillies, man, they're on a fucking amazing run right now. I've been watching them pretty much every night on my iPad in the background of something else. Last night, they couldn't get anything going against the Grom, the Mets pitcher, just fucking shut them out 10 strikeouts i think night before that we won an extra innings so we've got the rubber match today sunday afternoon hopefully we'll be able to pull it out definitely uh holding on to the wild card spot right now one of the wild card spots brings me over to the eagles we had our first preseason game friday night jalen hurts only played one series looked pretty good pat perfect passer rating got to run in a little touchdown make a couple completions we didn't get to see any of aj brown um, Devonte Smith didn't really make much of an impact, but it's preseason. You know, I, I see Jalen Rager out in the field, which makes my skin fucking crawl. I, I want this guy gone. For those of you who aren't sports fans or aren't Eagles fans, I'm sorry, but there's a receiver that we drafted that we drafted ahead of this amazing stud named Justin Jefferson. And he's still on our team. He's still terrible and he's still taking up a roster spot. And I am still very upset about it. Defense subside, Nicobe Dean, Jordan Davis, just going to be an amazing duo, God willing, for years to come. As far as the defensive tackle and the linebacker, we had some amazing additions as far as Bradbury at cornerback, Hassan Reddick at linebacker, Kaiser White, who had a pick at linebacker. Uh, super excited for football season, super excited for fantasy football. Um, I think that kind of does it, right? I think I rambled enough today and really appreciate all you guys out there listening and Real quick, I just started uh, another thread on Reddit where I'm going to be getting the restaurant industry coming in hot now. I'm going to be getting some bartenders, some servers to come on. We're going to do a little series, maybe we call it like the Restaurant Chronicles or something, and discuss drink specs, discuss guest encounters, discuss coworker stories, and just have fun. Hopefully, I'll get some uh, people that I worked with on at some point, but right now, the focus is definitely random strangers. I got a guy from London. I got a girl from 20 years plus experience. Got another girl who's worked in like behavioral health and she's in the restaurant industry now. So super excited to get that pop and get it cracking. Uh, got multiple guest episodes already on deck and done, ready to be released. So right now, just keep the content coming out to you guys and just keep listening. Give me feedback whenever you can. I appreciate it all. And like I said, thank you guys for listening. Peace. Verbal garbage out.